And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is online presence. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization, and exclusive colors on the website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first off, I want to apologize for getting this out so late today. Um, I was dropping off my sister-in-law back in Janesville, and I hadn't got a chance to uh, get this recorded before I left, so I appreciate all of your patience for those of you who are daily listeners. Um, Today, we're actually going to talk about an interesting thing that I saw on Facebook, and I wanted to bring it to your attention because it really actually makes an incredible point um, that I think really... It, it's be, it's be, alright, I'll just go into the story. Vice reporter Uba Butler tricked TripAdvisor into creating, or into rating the one, a restaurant in London, the best, the number one restaurant, and the restaurant didn't exist. There's a great video on Vice. Um, if you want to go look it up, it's on Facebook. You can go find it by searching Uba Butler. That's O-O-B-A-H. Um, Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R. And it's a really interesting, it's an interesting article that I thought was fascinating. And it starts out with him explaining that when he first was starting off and he was looking for ways to make money, one of the ways he would make money is that he would pay, he would write fake reviews for restaurants and they'd pay him a tenner. They'd give him a $10 bill. So I think that, um, that is how he got started. And he was talking about how, all right, can I take and do the same thing with a restaurant that doesn't even exist. And the whole story, it's, a, it's an 18-minute long video, talks about him creating, he, he got a, a burner phone, and he, that was the landline, he built a website um, that had photos that he took that were obviously not of real food, they were like, of, like a toilet bowl cleaner and all sorts of other things like that, but the way they were framed and the way they were shot, they looked like beautiful, yummy, delicious food. And um, how they didn't serve specific menu items, they served, quote, moods. And it's, it was, then he paid all of his friends to go on TripAdvisor and to rate his restaurant. Give it five stars, give it a kind of the rating, and he, and he built this whole thing. And after seven months, after six months, I think, actually, his restaurant, called The Shed, was the number one rated restaurant in all of London on TripAdvisor. Number one out of 18,000 restaurants. You know, I think that that is an amazingly telling story. So to end the prank, of course, he only had really one option. He had to give the people what they wanted. Now, he had been taking his entire, he'd been using his flat, his apartment, as a... um, it's a staging ground for the company and for the, for the restaurant. So what he ended up doing was, and all of the, the restaurant reviews were telling how you sit outside and how it's very dingy and how it's all whatever. And so he ended up setting up a restaurant literally in a yard outside in front of his apartment, this, this long, narrow yard. And it had amazing, like he, he, he did a lot of really clever things, right? He had his friends be the people that were the secret diners. There, were, there was a bunch of secret diners that were dining there, um, talking about how great the food was. He, had, he brought on a real chef to take $1 meals, that you, like freezer meals, like instant meals, and, make, and dress them up with garnish and everything and make them all fancy looking. 
He had a DJ playing the sounds of a restaurant at the place. And he had my favorite part of this is he took and he had um, a shed out in the back that was like a little play area. And he had he took it and he put live chickens in it so that you could, you know, it was like how in fancy restaurants you can select your lobster. This made it seem like you could select your chicken. And it was it was very funny. But then he ended up putting on this whole show and this whole thing. And after all of the evening, four out of the six real people tried to book again. They said it was the most amazing meal they'd ever had, and they tried to book again. Now, there's a lot of people out there. I, I deal with them all the time. People who believe that, oh, I've just got, I've got a great location. Why do I need to worry about my online presence? Or, uh, this is the way we've been doing it for years. It works great. This is the way it's always been done. You know, we advertise in newspapers, our local newspapers, and it works out great. We have, yeah, we get good money from that. And they neglect their online presence. And I don't know how to help them all the time, but I do my best to sometimes to, to show them, to explain to them that for the millennial generation particularly, which the millennial generation is in their 30s now, 20s and 30s, the world exists online, almost exclusively online as well. I mean, we... We don't read newspapers, really. At least not... We, we, when we read them, we read them digitally on our phones or on our tablets. We don't listen to the radio. We listen to Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, Red. We don't deal with classic television commercials. I mean, if anything, the only types of commercials we listen to are Hulu. And we only do that for a few months before we upgrade because we can't stand it anymore. And that's where it matters. That's why it matters to have an amazing social media presence because that's how people in my generation find things. We go to Google and we say restaurants near me and then we go figure out which one's rated the best or we go figure out which one has the price that, we look, that we're looking for. And it's all based off Google reviews and Yelp reviews and all these other things. It's based off their Facebook rating. It's based off of the social media that we see on Instagram. Do we like the way the food looks on Instagram? I mean, it's... And that's just one example. There's, that, that same logic applies to almost every different type of company anywhere. It's about the idea of do we trust you? And the way we develop that trust is we go look and seek out your social media profiles, your online presence, and we review all of those different pieces. And after we see that there's a good, a good existence on all of these different places, we trust you. Then we say, okay, you know what? I trust that, that company. I trust that those reviews are accurate. And that's why it matters. It matters in both directions. It matters that you as a company develop and cultivate a really good, holistic online presence. But it also matters that you as a consumer leave good reviews. It matters to a lot of companies. And a lot of companies have worked very hard to incentivize doing that. Podium is a new service um, that's been around for a little while. You may have heard them. They're advertising like crazy on podcasts, which I listen to and I think is a great way of, of advertising. And um, their, their service is all about building and getting reviews. Now, they've got a brilliant system and I've looked at using them before. They're not quite ready for what, what we would need them for, but they're great regardless. And I think that for all of the, all of the, the things out there that you can do to build your reviews, there's no good excuse to not build your reviews and to respond to bad reviews. You've got to be able to respond to those right away. So it's important to build a holistic presence. This is something that even I have been really working on developing and have not done very well at. And it's mostly just because of the how crazy it's gotten here. And hopefully we'll be able to bring on some more people so I'll be able to do this better. But my plan is to have Facebook be a place for me to talk about 
longer stories, doing long form written stories. Um, same thing with Medium, except for a more about personal, more about my background on Medium, the, the new blog kind of site. I'd love to have our personal blog on our website have details about the history of bookbinding or way, the ways to best select the best leather for your, your leather project, having more kind of tactile um, type of things like that. I'd love for our, our, our Pinterest and our Instagram particularly to have amazing product shots and to be able to show off the way the product can be used. I'd love for Instagram to be more about the community and, and the way that you guys use them, the shots that you guys submit and show. I love those. I'd love to have all sorts of different things on Snapchat where we show off the behind the scenes and YouTube, same thing where we maybe on YouTube we have ways to care for your leather binder or um, this is how we've been, this is how we design a product from start to finish. This is the product design phase. I mean, I'd love to use each of those platforms like that so that there's a maximization of that online presence and that, that trust that's built out there in that community, in that online world. But... I think the most important element that I would say that kind of the takeaway from, from today is this, your online presence matters a lot. If this reporter for an online company, for an online publication was able to trick TripAdvisor into rating them number one and the number one restaurant in London just because he had good reviews. That were fake, of course, but good reviews nevertheless. You are wasting an opportunity to do the same for yourself. And don't miss that. Don't miss that opportunity. Take the time to really work on it. And who knows? Maybe there's a real opportunity for your company to all of a sudden jump to the lead. And he was talking about, if you go watch the video, he talks about by the fourth month of doing this, where he was like number, when he was in the top 100 or top 200, his phone was ringing constantly. That's the kind of business you could be doing. And that's the kind of business we at the Murdy Creative Company are working on developing. We're working on that. And I really, really appreciate every time every one of you leaves a review. It means the world to me because I read them all. It means the world to me, but it also helps us get better. If you've got a negative review, that helps us improve. Please reach out to us if you have any issues. We really do love talking to you guys. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, daily use. One of the things that you can do as a company if you're working on this is strategizing, using your leather binder, and creating and doing draft copies for your designs, right? I think the best way for a lot of companies to really track and create growth is to, and from an online perspective, is to be able to have a good, clear tracking of where you've been, what you've done, and how successful it's been. I honestly, at our company, we're working on having um, printed out copies of the way our social media looks at different times of the day, at different times of the week, and being able to create those and putting those specific snapshots, those, those moments into a history book for us to continue to see and track the growth of our company. So if you're looking for a great way to kind of keep track of those social media growth, being able to track those reviews, put them in that book. It's a great way to, A, if, you, if you've got a good re a book full of your reviews, throw that on your hostess podium stand. Have a couple of them sitting around the restaurant. That way people can kind of see what other people have said and that can really create a wonderful feedback loop. All right, Dana Life, one of the things I've been working on, obviously, is continuing to uh, strategize with our social media. I think that's been something that's been kind of ongoing for us, and there's a real challenge out there right now with just the two of my wife and I trying to really develop a good long-term strategy, but I think we're getting a handle on it, and we're making good progress, and I hope to continue to make good progress.
All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co, or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usual, and I'll do my best to be available whenever possible. That being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and I want to give the people what they want. If you really do enjoy our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. It means the world to us. It really helps. It really does make a difference. People listen to us now. It builds our audience, builds our community. We love that. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.